Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 200 of Lean Blog Audio. It's April 26th, 2017. 200 is a big round number, and instead of any sort of celebration or, or whatever, uh, today's episode, as usual, is just a blog post from leanblog.org. And that blog post today is titled, Reader Question, How Many People and How Much Time for Improvement? Now, I received a question from a physician I know in Canada, and I'll try to address it here, although the answer might not be as definitive as he or his leaders would like. Uh, I also think this is a question that applies not just um, in Canada. So uh, on the blog, there have been previous reader question posts. Maybe you'll have a better answer to this question to add as a comment um, to this post or one of the others. So you can go to leanblog.org audio 200. That's leanblog.org slash audio 200. Um, if you want to add your thoughts about this reader question, if you want to find a link to the old reader question posts, you can do that. And if you have a question to submit, there's a contact form that I've linked to on that page as well. So here's his question. It's actually a few related questions. I'm getting a few wins within my department as a way of showing what disciplined team-based problem solving can do. People higher up want to see more. We have lots of problems and some interest, but lack skills and time. How do I estimate the needs for the department and the hospital to help make a case to show the investment to be serious about improvement? One, how many lean experts or facilitators will they need globally or per department to build a learning or improvement system? Two, how much time will they need to free up A, for a manager, or B, frontline workers on a weekly basis to allocate time to improve, not just getting stuck doing the daily waste-filled work? So are there easy answers to these questions based on benchmarks or rules of thumb? I'm not sure. I mean, I've always said, being, being serious, that you need as many people as you need, and no more and no less. There's no perfect rule of thumb for how many facilitators, no magic answer. It depends on what those facilitators are doing, the type and size of organization, etc. There are many factors involved. I'd suggest framing and testing a hypothesis about how to determine this number. At a department level, can you get dedicated resources for improvement? I mean, this is common in manufacturing. You have engineers and other roles um, focused on process and improvement, even before possibly having a quote-unquote lean person. And I've played these roles in factories before I moved to healthcare. But it's pretty rare in hospitals or healthcare to have what you might call process engineers. You basically just have people doing the work, and there's lost potential as a result. Can you add one person to a department and see how that helps? Or should people be on loan from a central improvement group to help facilitate larger projects and to coach managers on a daily basis? Or if executives insist on an absolute knowable number, tell them ThetaCare has 25 to 30 and they should just copy ThetaCare, or, or shouldn't they? ThetaCare has had a different number of facilitators over time. Was any of those the right number? Well, the right number for them at that time? The right number for that organization at that time? We don't know for sure. So what do Cleveland Clinic improvement leaders say? Well, the other day I recorded a podcast conversation with Nate Hurl and Dr. Lisa Yarian about lean and continuous improvement at the Cleveland Clinic. Nate said that the number of people and resources you need depends partly on the answer to this question. How fast do you want to go? 
Now, uh, Lisa, as a physician, she agreed with my sentiments um, expressed here, and she coincidentally used the same phrase I've used, there is no magic number. So how much time is needed? Well, the second is a bit easier to answer, but again, there's no magic number. Should managers be spending 30 to 60 minutes each day rounding for improvement or more? Daily huddles of 10 minutes are generally not enough time for uh, meaningful improvement. There's barely enough time there to triage ideas with people. Do you need to give staff permission to work on improvement in a dedicated block of time or just suggest they take advantage of time as it's available? When I ask people at my co-author's health system about this, this is at Franciscan St. Francis Health, and they've been practicing Kaizen for 10 years, I ask, how much time do you spend on improvement? They have no idea. They can't answer because it's so integrated into what they do on a daily basis. They don't track, quote unquote, improvement time per se. And there's a video embedded in the blog post of one of those managers talking about making time. So again, if you want to see that, go to leanblog.org slash audio 200. Now, I know one department chief at an organization I coached who told his staff that they wouldn't be punished for taking time away from what you might call real work for improvement work. He chose a somewhat arbitrary number of 20 minutes per day per person for improvement, but that seemed realistic to him. There's a slide that I often use in, in Kaizen training classes this is Dr. Marwan Abajud from uh, Henry Ford Medical uh, Group, Henry Ford Health System. He's the Transplant Institute director, he says in, in the quote, nobody will be criticized or punished for taking time to work on Kaizen. So I, I should go and check in with him. Was 20 the right number? Uh, I'd hope they'd tweak that number over time in the spirit of plan, do, study, adjust. If they can't find 20 minutes, how can leaders help? help find that time. If they free up time through initial small Kaizens, can they now do 30 minutes of improvement work each day? How does that time spent on improvement then free up time for them to put more patients into the transplant process? How would freed up time benefit you and your team? Now, Nate and Lisa also had some thoughts on this question, and I'll leave that for the future podcast episode that I'm going to release with them in the coming weeks. You can subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when it's released. That's a different podcast series than this one. You can find that podcast uh, by going to leancast.org or leanpodcast.org. So does this help, this discussion? I hope it helps. It's probably not as much as a definitive answer would. I don't know if a definitive answer really helps. And I don't think there are definitive answers to questions like these, just experiments to run and things to figure out locally. What do you, the, the blog post readers and podcast listeners, think? How would you answer those questions? Please leave a comment. Again, go to leanblog.org audio 200.